Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast, the 2021 fan poll, the the answers, I was going to say answers, the results of the 2021 fan poll, they have come out over the last 24 hours. Now, I haven't looked at them properly, I've seen one result, which was of course Player of the Year, because the Hello Sports Boys couldn't keep their mouth shut, so that's the only one that I have seen. Outside of that, I have avoided this completely, so that I can give my live reaction, give my predictions for each of the positions as we go. So doing it live, there might be times where I... I forget, guys, here and there. I was doing a live the other night, and I was naming my best halfbacks. Can you believe it? I forgot Nathan Cleary. I went Jerome Hughes, DC, Adam Reynolds, and thought, yeah, I'm flying here. I'm doing well. And then uh, a couple of minutes later, I I slid through the comments that were on the live, and there was about 40 people saying, Nathan Cleary, you dickhead. So that might happen from time to time, but hopefully not. Hopefully I can nail all this down pretty well. So 2021 fans polls, the result. Okay, favorite team, which premiership team do you support? Now, I would assume the normal suspects will be right up at the top there. The Brisbane Broncos, the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Uh, I would say it would have to be one of those two teams. I think the Penrith Panthers would be pretty uh, pretty popular at the moment as well. I, I know last year it felt like everyone was going for the fucking Panthers, but I still think the Broncos and the South Sydney Rabbitohs will probably lead this charge. I know they have the most members. Let's have a look. Broncos, 9%. Rabbitohs, 9%. Seagulls, not Melbourne, 12%. Wow. Storm, 12%. I did not see that coming. That is a sign of the times. How good is that for the Melbourne Storm to be sitting at 12%? Yes, they won the competition last year, but I mean, considering they are just in absolute rugby league wilderness, for the Melbourne Storm to be at 12%, I think that's an incredibly good knock. And then you've got the guru down the bottom at 1%, don't support a team. That's from 28,000 votes as well. It's a great knock by the Melbourne Storm. Okay, who's been the best player in 2021? Uh, look, I would have guessed this one anyway. I think Blind Freddy could have guessed this one for you. 51% for Tom Travojevic. That is huge. Now, you've got to remember with this award uh, and the voting that people are going through, obviously a lot of people would have voted for the player in their own team or whatever. But for 27,000 votes, Tom Travojevic has picked up 51% of them. A good knot. The next closest was Nathan Cleary on 17%. I think Cleary has been unreal this year. Where's Cody Walker? What's he at? Um, Cody Walker is it 4%. Wow. 
Only 4% for Cody Walker. That's pretty grim. He's, he, he's behind Jerome Hughes this year. So tough gig there for Cody Walker. But Tom Trevojevic, the standout, no doubt about it. Best coach. Best coach in 2021. Okay, for me, I think it has to be Craig Bellamy. Um, obviously coming off a season where Cam Smith retired and they've somehow got better. He's been missing a heap of guys throughout the season and they're still, what have they won, 18, 19 in a row. So I think it has to be Bellamy. I think, though, that you'll see Trent Robinson get a fair whack of votes here and deservingly so. I think he's done an unreal job with them this year. Outside of that, Wayne Bennett will pick up a few, but I think it has to be Craig Bellamy. But I'm, I'm hoping that Trent Robinson can pick up maybe 10% here because I think he's done an incredible job. All right, let's go. Craig Bellamy, 57%. That is impressive. Wayne Bennett, 7%. Ivan Cleary, 7%. Des Hasler, 8%. Trent Robinson, 12%. Yeah, okay, I think that's fair. I think Trent Robinson's done an incredible job this year. And, you know, no shock, all those other guys sitting right up there, a couple of guys with 0%, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, it's essentially everyone's on 1% except for the guys that are in the top six outside of Brad Arthur pretty much. So I think that's a pretty fair whack. Best fullback. Who's been the best fullback so far in 2021? I think for me it has to be Tom Travojevic. I don't think there's any doubts there. Uh, and Tom Travojevic, he gets it with 62%. He was obviously the player of the year. Next closest was James Tedesco on 12%. Uh, but, geez, you'd be a brave person to bet against Tom Travojevic this year, wouldn't you? The best winger. Who's been the best winger in 2021? Uh, for me, I would probably go Josh Adokar. Just based off what he's done the last few years, I think he's been unreal still. But I think Brian Toto will probably get it here. Uh, I still think Josh Adokar is criminally underrated. Uh, but Brian Toto, I really wouldn't push back if he got it. If AJ got it, I wouldn't be upset about that either. But I think it has to be Fox or Toto. I would go with Fox. Let's see. Who's been the best winger in 2021? Josh Adokar, 28%. Alex Johnson, 18%. Brian Toto, 33%. All right. So Brian Toto has knocked over Josh Adokar by 5% there. And as I said, uh, I would go Adokar, but I also wouldn't push back on Brian Toto at all. That's a well-deserved uh, bit there. Okay, best center. Who's been the best center in 2021? Joey Manu will always be right up there. Uh, Justin Olam is the other one. One that I'd be looking at. I think he's been sensational for the Melbourne Storm. No one else really jumps out at me. I would probably go Olam this year. I think that Melbourne Storm left edge has been unreal, and he's been great. He's, he has had the ball in his hands in a couple of crunch moments earlier in the season. Didn't make uh, the very best out of it. But outside of that, he's just been so hard to handle. And in defense, he's just been such a force as well. So I would go with Justin Olam as my best center in 2021. Let's have a look. Joey Manu, 26%. Yeah, Justin Olam, 34%. Matt Burton. I forgot about Matty Burton at 19% there as well. So Olam takes it at one. Joey Manu, two. And Matty Burton at three. I think that's fair. Joey Manu's still got 26%. So uh, that's saying something about how well he's gone. I think he has played some of his best footy this year when he has been jumping in at fullback as well, though, realistically. Uh, but he's obviously starting to play all over the park. Joey Manu, the further we go. So he's been very impressive. But Justin Olam, I think that's 100% a fair shout. Who's been the best? 5'8". In 2021, uh, I think you'd have to go Cody Walker here. I think Cody Walker has to win this one in a landslide. Um, I, don't, I don't even know who you'd have after him, to be honest with you. Jerome Lewis started the season really well, but I think he's died off a little bit. I'm not sure when these 
votes were done, but you'd have to think Jerome Luai wouldn't be overly close to Cody Walker. Cam Munster hasn't really played that great this year, so I wouldn't have him anywhere near Cody Walker either. I'm expecting Cody Walker to get about 50% here realistically. Let's have a look. Who has the best 5'8"? Who has been the best 5'8"? In 2021, Jerome Luai, 30%. Cam Munster, 24 Cody Walker, only at 36 So Cody Walker does win it by 6% over Jerome Luai. Jeez, I think Cody's been hard done by there just quietly. I don't understand how Cam Munster's got to 24%. The best 5'8 in 2021, I mean... I think people are tipping Cam Munster there based off previous season's form, realistically. 2021, I don't think he's been anywhere near the level of Cody Walker. I I think Cody Walker's been very... He's won it, but geez, I think he's been hard done by there at only 36%. Who's been the best halfback in 2021? This will be Nathan Cleary by the length of the straight, followed by... The other three, obviously, Adam Reynolds, Jerome Hughes, and DCE. I'm not sure the order that they will go in there. Let's have a look. Uh, Nathan Cleary, 58%. Adam Reynolds, 11 Jerome Hughes, 18 And DCE, 5%. So Jerome Hughes, second best halfback, as voted by you guys behind Nathan Cleary. Adam Reynolds in third with 11%. And DCE fourth place with just 5%. The next man after that was Sammy Walker. So a really good knock by him in his debut season there, coming in at 3%. Okay, best lock. Who's been the best lock in 2021? Jeez, um, tough. Victor Radley hasn't played enough footy for me. Neither has Dale Finucane. Jake Trevojevic has been good with, without being sensational. Um, you couldn't give it to Jason Taumalolo, I don't think. I don't think he's played enough footy. And when he has, he hasn't been anywhere near as impressive enough. I think it comes down to two fellas. It has to be Isaiah Yo or Cam Murray. Uh, I th- would probably go with Cam Murray this year. I think Isaiah Yo probably isn't as appreciated by a lot of fans as what he should be. So I'm going to go with Cam Murray in this one. Now let's have a look. Best lock. Wow, really close. Isaiah Yo, 27%. Cam Murray, 28%. So Cam Murray just takes it. Outside of that, you've got Dale Finucane at 12%. Victor Radley at 8 Big Tino at 6 and Tao Malolo at 5%. Jake Travojevic at 8% as well. Nathan Brown coming in with 2%. Yeah, I think that's fair. As I said, I was really struggling to split Cam Murray and Isaiah Yo. Cam Murray's won it by 1%, which I think is a pretty fair shout, realistically. Good to see Isaiah Yo so high up there. Um, I really like that. Obviously, Cam Murray, he's got a lot more attacking upside as far as tackle breaks and line breaks sort of goes compared to Isaiah Yo. But I think people are more and more appreciating the role of a lock forward, and especially the way that Isaiah Yo does it. A very impressive footballer. All right, best second rower in the game. I've got a feeling this will be David Fafita, but I personally couldn't give it to him. Um, I think Kikau will probably be up there. He's always destructive. But I think Angus Crichton and probably Isaiah Papali'i have probably been my picks realistically, but I do think people will go David Fafita. Let's have a look. Best second rower. Viliami Kikau, 10%. Jesus. Isaiah Papali'i, 24%. Well done, people. Well done. I like that. Angus Crichton at 14. David Fafita only at 14. 14% is still a good knock for Fafita, I guess, but I thought people would get wrapped up in the highlights a little bit more. How good is that for Isaiah Papali'i to be sitting on 24%? The New Zealand Warriors didn't want him in their first 20 last year. He arrives at the Parramatta Eels, does well in a couple of trials, and all of a sudden he's the best back rower, not in their club, but in the game. That is incredibly impressive, as voted by us fans. Isaiah Papali'i, well-deserved there. What a sensational knock. What a story. That is unreal. So good to see. You love to see that sort of stuff. All right, best prop in the game. Who's the best prop in 2021? Um, For me, I would probably go with... 
mix of guys like James Fisher-Harris. I would have Jared Rhea Hargraves right up there. Payne Haas obviously has the highlights to him. Um, I really like Adam Fanua Blake as well. Daniel Safidi, Christian Welsh. Yeah, there's a couple of really handy fellas there. I think Payne Haas, he's probably got that attacking upside, and he constantly has uh, these big stats games as well. He's also in a team where, you know, he has to be the superstar week in, week out. He can't really take a week off Payne Haas, and he's just had all those extra effort plays in his game this year as well, which have been very impressive. So I'm going to go with Payne Haas, but I don't think James Fisher-Harris will be too far behind him. I think there'll only be a small percentage difference there. Let's have a look. Best prop in 2021. Payne Haas at 33%. I probably thought he'd be a little bit higher, to be honest with you. James Fisher-Harris at 17 Okay. I didn't expect the gap to be that wide between the two of those. But then I, I guess how high could I have expected Payne Haas to be at the same time? So it's probably fair. I think Fish is a good shout to be in the top three there. Then you've got Josh Papali at seven. Waria Hargraves at eight. Christian Welsh at nine. Daniel Saifidi, four. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, Payne Haas, no big shock there. He has got that huge attacking upside, so it does make sense. Best hooker. Who is the best hooker in 2021? Geez, has to be Brandon Smith, doesn't it? Brandon Smith, and then after that, it's Daylight and everyone else. Uh, I, I would probably have Harry Grant second, to be honest with you, this year. Even though he's played limited footy, then I'd probably have, fuck, Reed Marnie, Jaden Braley, Damian Cook, Happy Curacao in some form of order there. Let's have a look. Uh, who has been the best hooker in 2021? Brandon Smith at 54%. Completely fair. Could have been higher, and I wouldn't have pushed back on that. I think it's been a landslide victory for him this year. Damian Cook, number two at 14%. I guess he has played more footy than Harry Grant, so I can cop that. Harry Grant at 12% in really limited game time. Api Curacao, 6%. Reed Marnie at 7%. Jeez, Jaden Braley got 1%. Fuck, I thought he was really impressive to start the year. Um, I mean, at max, I probably thought he'd get 5%, but I thought he'd get more than 1%, considering Lachlan Croker's got 2%. I think that's really tough on Jaden Braley. Might have been the Hello Sport Boys voting for Lachlan Croker a couple of times there. But Reed Marnie at 7%, I think that's a really good shout as well. But this is the Brandon Smith show here at Hooker. He's been unreal. Okay, Rookie of the Year. Wow, what about the rookie class we've seen this year? They have been sensational. Obviously, got Sammy Walker, Joshy Schuster. They're the two that I've really liked. Reese Walsh has been unreal. I was talking about it a couple of times. I think Dane Laurie, he won't get the votes that he should, but he should be right up there. He's really impressed me this year. Let's have a look. Rookie of the year. Sammy Walker wins this one with 35%. I probably thought he'd be a little bit higher. Reese Walsh, 27%. Joseph Suwali, the 1%. Josh Suster, 16%. Yeah, Dane Laurie, 8%. I think Dane Laurie deserves a little bit more than that. When you consider the team he's in and everything, I think he's been sensational. He's really flown under the radar, in my opinion. Jeez, Charlie Staines at 3%. That's got to be overs, doesn't it? Far out. Big Stefano at only 2%. I think he deserved more as well. I think he's been so good over the last six or eight weeks. Once again, I'm not sure when these votes were taken, but... Stefano, he deserves more than two. But Sammy Walker there, really hard to push back on that 35%. And Reese Walsh got a really discernment whack there as well. All right, best recruit. Who's been the buy of the year? We said Isaiah Papali'i on the Bloke in a Bar podcast the other day. Uh, I don't think you could possibly push back on that. I don't, I don't even know who else you'd throw up there. I, I think Finchie said Remus Smith, who I think will get some votes, but can't possibly not be Papali'i, especially if he got second row of the year. Best recruit, 35%. Isaiah Papali'i. David Fafita at 11%. Harry Grant. Geez, stretch putting Harry Grant in there at 11%. Benji Marshall, 7%. Reese Walsh, 11%. All pretty fair there. Best skipper in the NRL. Who is the best captain? 
Ah, oh, jeez. Okay. Um, I, th- I mean, probably when you look at the situation the Roosters have been in this year, I think you'd have to be looking at James Tedesco, the amount of leadership that he lost, and he's had to step into that role. I think he's done an incredible job. I think Adam Reynolds has been great at South Sydney as well, guided them through a lot of those wins. Um, I mean, I'm looking at the top teams. DCE, I mean... Until Tom Travojevic came back, really wasn't playing great footy. I think you'd probably have to go Teddy here, realistically. Who's the Penrith captain? Is it Isaiah Yo and Nathan Cleary? That'd have to be up there as well, I guess. Let's have a look. The best captain as voted for you guys, James Tedesco, 19%. Adam Reynolds, 15%. DCE, 12%. I reckon that's a little bit of overs. Roger Tuvasashek, 9%. Nathan Cleary, 16%. Yeah, I think all things considered, Teddy's probably the pick there. Who's been the most improved player? In 2021, I think you have to go Isaiah Papali'i here, don't you? Uh, A lot of guys have improved, no doubt about it, but hard to go past him. Let's have a look. Most improved. Oh, shit. Wow, okay. Isaiah Papali'i did get a fair whack of the votes, 24%. Nico Hines got 34%. I didn't even think of Nico Hines, to be honest with you, but a completely fair shout. Um, I think Nico Hines has already always had this ability, to be honest with you. I... I just think you haven't seen enough of him. Uh, I think if you would have seen him as much last year as you did this year, you would have seen the same footy. He's always had this sort of talent, but I guess for a lot of people, it's the first time. Unless you watch Queensland Cup watching the Falcons, it's probably the first time you've seen this sort of footy from Nico Hines. So I understand that. Jerome Hughes at 10%. Yeah, um, I think he was sensational last year as well, as was Brian To'o realistically. I think we're just talking about these guys more that plays into that. But Nico Hines, very well deserved at 34% there. 2021 Premiers, who win the grand final? For me, it's always has been the Melbourne Storm. I think they'll get... Jeez, oh, I think they could push 70% here. Let's have a look. Who will win the 2021 grand final? Melbourne Storm, 57%. Panthers, 14. Rabbitohs, 11. Seagulls, 10. Thought the Seagulls would be a little bit higher there, just quietly. Um, but yeah, the Storm at 57%, that is pretty dominant. A little bit lower than what I thought it was going to be, uh, but maybe I was going a bit overs there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Which team do you like to see your team beat? Which team do you like to see your team beat? So this is essentially the team that you you love to hate. Um, I think the Roosters will be right up there. They always tend to be right up there. Um, I'm really interested to see what the Storm gets. I would have thought the Storm would be right up there, but with so many people saying they're going for the goddamn Storm, maybe people are starting to change their attitudes on Melbourne. I'm going to say the Roosters are the team that sides love to beat. Let's have a look. Wow, Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne in a landslide. 32% for the Melbourne Storm. Roosters next at 13%. Panthers 10%. Broncos 10% as well. Melbourne, still the team people hate. Successful people. Franchise player, if you were starting a club, who is the first player you would sign? I think it has to be Tom Trevojevic. Um, after Tommy Turbo, I'd be looking at probably Nathan Cleary and maybe Harry Grant. James Tedesco would have to be right up there as well, no doubt about it. Let's have a look. Uh, Tom Trevojevic, 30%. Nathan Cleary at 28%. I think that's a pretty fair spread. The next best are 7% for Brandon Smith and for Teddy 
And then 5% for Latrell and Harry Grant. Kalen Ponga coming in at 4%. Payne Haas, 3%. And Cam Munster, 3% as well. Yeah, pretty fair whack there. Tommy Turbo would be my pick now, just off the form he's in right now. But Nathan Cleary being a halfback and goal kicking as well, that's massive. So I wouldn't push back if Nathan Cleary won it. But Turbo comes home just with that one slightly. Which player win the Dalian medal? A really interesting. I think everyone will say Turbo. But I'm not sure. Ch- oh, he, he should still get there, shouldn't he? I mean, he, he is going to play the last two games. I'm expecting him to pick up a minimum, minimum of four points over those last two weeks. I think he's probably played just enough footy to be able to catch a guy like Cody Walker. So I'm going to go with Tom Travojevic here, as did 66%. Interesting, Nathan Cleary's got more votes than Cody Walker. I think Cody Walker's going to really surprise a lot of people and get right up there. He's been unreal this year, especially in this 10-game winning streak. He's laying on two or three tries week in, week out. Referees, on a scale of 1 to 5, how would you rate the performance of the referees in 2021? Um, I think a lot of people will go very low here. I think the average might be 2, which I think is a little bit unfair. For for everyone they get wrong, I mean, they get 99 right. I think that's what we sort of forget sometimes. But let's see how we voted. Okay, that's pretty fair. Uh, 18% of people gave them 1 out of 5. 18% gave them 2 out of 5. 39% gave them a 3 out of 5. And 21% gave them a 4 out of 5. So that's what... 60% 60% of people said a 3 or a 4 out of 5. I think that's probably fair. Um, you, you can't give them a 5 out of 5. That would be perfect all the time, which they're not. Um, a 3 out of 4. A 3 out of 5 or a 4 out of 5. I think that's probably fair. So, well done, guys. I think that was a really a really good answer, realistically. A good measured answer. How often should the referee's bunker be used? The same, less, or more? Uh Oh, I'd sort of go in between the same and less. I definitely wouldn't go more. Let's see what you guys had. Less, 52%. The same, 38%. More, 10%. Yeah, I don't think you could possibly ask for it to be used more. I agree with that one. Should the NRL bunker rule on forward passes? Uh, the options are yes, no, only for try-scoring plays or don't care. Uh, I, It's hard. I really don't want us to get to the point of the game where we're drawing lines across the field to try and work out if it went forward or backwards. You're going to end up being like the NFL where you got the one-yard lines all the way up the field. Um, I'm happy to go no. I'm happy with forward passes just to go off the judgment of sideline referees, to be honest with you, but I doubt... Most of you will agree. So I think, uh, yes, we'll win this one. But I would vote for no. Let's have a look. Should the NRL bunker rule on forward passes? Yes, came in at 46%. No, 18%. Only for try-scoring plays, 34%. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't hate it for uh, only for try-scoring plays, I guess. It's just a hard thing to rule on. I just think it'll get really grey. Do you believe the NRL's new six-gen rule is a positive addition to the sport? Yes, I do. Uh, let's have a look. Yes, got... 54% no, 42% don't care, 5%. Interesting. How many captain's challenges should each team get? Zero, one, two, or three. I like the one, to be honest with you. Uh, you use it or you lose it. If you fuck it up, too bad, you lost it, and now it's up to the referee's decision, as it has been for 100 years. So if you're so confident, you know the rules better than the referee's, back yourself in. I don't think you need more than one, realistically. I like what they're doing as well at the moment, that if you send it upstairs and they haven't got a definitive answer off the replays, 
it's just play on. You keep it, but the the ball goes to whichever way the, the referee called it. So I like that side of things. I think the captain's challenge has been really good, to be honest with you. Transfer windows. Would you like to see an introduction of a transfer window? Yes, I would. I imagine the vast majority of you guys would too. Let's have a look. Yes, 63%. No, 22 Don't care, 15%. Interesting, yeah. Oh, I definitely want a transfer window. I think that'll be the better way to go. Finals format. How many teams should contest in the NRL finals? Options are eight, less or more. Um, I don't mind the eight. I also don't mind the more option. I understand that we want... I don't know. It's a tough one. I, I often think for... For sport, the more sudden death games you have, the more people are interested, the more teams that are involved in the finals, the more people you get interested. Uh, But, I mean, when you look at the competition this year and some of the teams that are making it, they're going to make it in spots seven and eight. I mean, they are just filling gaps. And in most seasons, they wouldn't be top eight teams. So uh, you guys said eight... Eight teams should make it 75%. Yep, fair shout. That's fair. Should the number of teams in the NRL change, keep it the way it is, add new teams in new locations, decrease the number of teams, relocate existing teams. I think most people will vote for add new teams in new locations. I would say keep it the way it is. Let's have a look. 50% said add new teams in new locations. 36% said keep it the way it is. Only 4% said decrease the number of teams. 10% said relocate existing teams. All right, we're down to the last few. Sinbin, do you support the increased use of Sinbin for foul play? I do 100%. I'm not expecting you guys to, though. Let's have a look. Yes, 66%. Wow. Good response there. I really like that. No, 31%. TV commentator, who is your favorite play-by-play caller? I've got to tell you, I listen to this on mute quite often all the time. I reckon there are some very, very average callers out there nowadays. I would probably go with Vossi would be my pick. I think Ray Rabbits Warren, I've loved him for a long time, but I think he is starting to drop off a little bit. Let's have a look. Vossi, 34%. Ray Warren, 29%. I think if you would have done this five years ago, it would have been a landslide to uh, Rabsy. But I think Vossi is definitely nipping at his heels now. TV analysis. Who is your favourite TV analysis? Options are Sterling, Johns, Cooper Cronk, Joey, Ennis, Gould, Fitler, Slater, Thurston, Cameron Smith, Lockyer, Alana Ferguson. Okay, for me, I would go Joey or Sterling, Matthew Johns or Peter Sterling, without a doubt. Either of those two, I'd be happy to take. I like Sterling because he just sticks to footy. He doesn't try and be the funny guy in the room. He just talks footy, which I really like. But you want the humour side, Matthew Johns. I think Cooper Cronk, he's still sort of finding his way into commentary, but you can tell like the the substance that he puts out there, I quite like. Uh, I think he's just a few years away from being a proper sort of TV personality. Let's have a look. Peter Sterling came in at 23%. Matty Johns came in at 13%. as did Cooper Cronk. Yeah, probably a fair shout there. Yeah, as I said, Sturlow, he would probably be my pick. Matty John's not far behind him. Speed of the game. What do you think of the speed of the game? Just right, too fast, too slow. I think it's just right. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for the other teams to catch up, but I think it will be worthwhile once they do. You guys voted just right, 65%. I like that as well. Good call. Two-point field goal. Do you like the introduction of the two-point field goal? Yes, no, don't care. Uh, I'm going to say yes. I think it has added in an entertainment factor. I wasn't really keen on it when it first came in. I thought it was a bit stupid. I thought you wouldn't see teams use it. But there has been a number of opportunities where you've seen a guy like Adam Reynolds who has delivered on those, and they have been attempted in big moments like Reese Walsh on the weekend. So I like the addition of it. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's hard to set up, um, and I think two points is a 
good, good little reward there for a really hard thing to set up realistically. As that is, uh, that's all of the uh, fan votes here in the fan poll. So I really enjoyed going through that. I hope that you enjoyed it. I hope it didn't get boring for you or anything. I just went through and read all those live to you guys. Gave my live reaction as we went. So I uh, did pretty well on most of them. Took a big, big few misses on a few others. Uh, so really good to see. Really enjoy this sort of content, guys. Have a cracking day. We'll talk to you throughout it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.